one thing that I've realized. Well, it's not just like this week. It's really happened over quarantine, but um, it's changed more because Alexis's work schedule has changed. So oh. she used to work. She she has this weird rotating schedule of three months on, three months off working nights. Mm-hmm. She's on an off time. So she's working during the day now, which is like interesting because I'm just left at home alone mm-hmm. all day. Uh, I say left at home because I do feel <laughs> it feels kind of kid like, like, but, you know, mm-hmm. going to school. But at the same time, not it, it not just feels kid like it feels very housewifey. Yeah. And like I've been really, really getting into like being a housewife. So mm-hmm. she leaves for work. Right. And like she leaves early in the morning, like way before I get up. I get up, I like do my yoga, I like make myself some breakfast, I have like some me time, I take care of whatever projects I need to, like editing gender fluids or bonus material or whatever, like, mm-hmm. you know, making porn, whatever I need to do. Do that in the morning, have like an afternoon time playing with the pets, like to make sure that they get their energy for the day, maybe go on a walk. And then like I come home and I clean the hell house like almost every day. I like yeah. vacuum, wipe down the surfaces, like, you know, make sure all the toilet papers like full, you know, clean the windows, everything I can think of I do. Yeah. And then I've gotten into like, uh, you know, I, I like cooking, but I've gotten really into like trying to get dinner done like at a very specific timing. So yeah. she gets home, at, she gets off at seven. She's home by like seven fifteen, seven you know, 30 ish. Yeah. So I always try and like get, have dinner done just at like seven fifteen to like eight. Mm-hmm. So she has like a little bit of time when she comes home to sit before like we have to, we sit down and eat. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I mean, you know, man, I fucking love it. I mm-hmm. fucking love the labor of a housewife. I, I mean, I've always liked domestic things, but yeah. this is really hammered home how much I'm into it. And uh-huh. And I used, you know, I used to like think to myself like, oh, like, you know, I could be a housewife if somebody had, you know, enough money. Like if you have, you know, it's going to take a lot of money to make me a housewife, right? You know, you're really going to have to provide a lifestyle to get, to tame this and settle this down. Uh uh, The wild child in me thinks. But then quarantine happens and all of a sudden I'm just like, yo, that price just dropped. (laughs) That price is way lower. You could housewife me for very little now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like the basic semblance of stability. I'm fucking sold. Like, you mean I don't have to go to work and I just stay home and take care of the house for you and you just fuck me and I suck your dick or whatever, like tight or eat your pussy out? Like 100% on board with that. I love that so much. Right. Well, we had an economy where one person income could take care of things. Um, It was a good deal. I mean, if, if everyone could kind of be in the right roles in life and if if men weren't like abusing women and everything yeah. like that if we get that it's not a bad situation no um, i'm fucking especially if it's like if that's your proclivity or that's right. a thing that you have a genuine whether, interest whether you're to a do. penis or a vagina or a man or a woman or whatever and whether it's two people or eight people who figure it out like um divvying up tasks can be really great. Now you might be in a relationship where both of you like to cook, both of you hate to clean, in which case it's not that you're necessarily incompatible, although, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. But then you might have to switch off who gets to and has to do yeah, what. Yeah, it's like two bottoms days. dating. Two bottoms You know, it's like, okay, it doesn't seem ideal. Maybe she'll, you know, she'll be poly, but, um, or something. But yeah, absolutely. Every long-term relationship I've had, or every, every live-in relationship I've had, um, I've wound up in that role, wound up because I want to be. Even, you know, whether I was working or not, or, or whether I was working different hour. Usually, usually I was working 
less than the other woman. Um, even whether what how whether I was working or not, you know, so yeah. there's sugar mama situation at one point, but the rest of it, working fewer hours, one job where I was like working fewer hours and telecommuting. And so I've just I've always naturally like gotten myself into places because I like being at home. I like cleaning because I can like listen to podcasts or audiobooks or sing or whatever. I like what's well, an easy for me, it's like it's that organizational part of the brain that I get mm-hmm. to tease and it's it's an easy thing to multitask to. Like you said, right. like you get the podcast and the, So you're being productive the, but enjoying it. It's a very yes. relaxing feeling to be like, I know that I am being productive right now, but I also enjoy get, that I get to be high yeah, if you're, I want you're to. You're that and like multiple to, like mm-hmm. pleasures, like different parts of you are being satiated, right? Right. Because it, it's very hard for me to just relax if I'm not also feeling like I'm being productive in some way. And then I have to convince myself, right, that even relaxation is productive because it yeah. helps restore you or whatever. But cleaning is something where you're like, ah, and you can see the result. I mean, it's very it feels, satisfying. Yeah. Um, and well, then there's cooking. something about an act of like work where you're the product of your labor is immediately visible to you, right? Because right. so often we do work where the product of the labor is not visible, right. right? You know, it's an intangible thing that we'll never see. And the to-do list never ends, Yeah, you know, and it just feels like whatever. Cause sometimes I'll be getting stuff done off my to-do list, various kinds of work. It could be anything from like health insurance bullshit to weird comedy bookings to, you know, learning Spanish or something. And there's still this voice in my head that, that starts to be like a taskmaster, like, Hey, be more productive. And then I realize like, Oh, I forgot that I was working right now. Yeah. Like I'm beating myself up as if I'm relaxing, but the reality is I'm doing the stuff I was supposed to be doing. Well, when you're cleaning, you don't, I just don't have that voice in my head. It's like, I know that I am accomplishing and contributing to the tribe right now. Yep. Meanwhile, I'm high and listening to a podcast or it's a, you know, it's a very, it's not a wholly modern type of later labor, but it's a very modern, modern type of labor where we don't see the, uh, the actual product of like our like efforts. Right. You know, that's one thing. And there's not like a money paycheck coming in either. Because at least well, if you're at that, work, but it, you know even that there's like, money. Yeah. It, it even extends into things like crafting and hobbies where it's like, you know, when you're knitting, there is something to the act of watching totally. creation in front of you when you're woodworking, mm-hmm. where you're making a physical product, right? There's yeah. something about seeing it's the rewarding. evolution of your like, yeah, labor. Yeah. Totally. And then cooking, I, that's so funny you say that about the timing. I've always done that as well. It's like then they have a schedule and there's nothing. More. It's fun. You just get it's into this. It's so satisfying when you nail it. Like it when they come so, home yes. and like it's not, I don't want dinner to be ready when you're home. I it want it to, to be finish. So that it's hot. Up. You yeah. have a few minutes to unwind and it's still hot. It's everything is in the right temperature for us to sit down. I got a good wine Say our gratitude. With the, like, the fucking dinner. Yeah. <laughs> things. And then, eat. no, I know. I mean, it's really, it's fun. It's the same way like, you know, working in any of the you know if you have like a fast food job and you have to fry the fries at the same time to get them out with the burgers and then the guy who ordered the chicken like anything you can get into this flow state of like accomplishment yeah. and again like it feels good to contribute to the tribe I was just thinking about this yesterday what about those people who just never contribute anything to the world and just take 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 and they don't want a job and they don't want to ha- you know Here's what I mean the thing is, I think they, they view themselves as contributing when in yeah, reality that's what I was don't. wondering if everyone thinks that they're contributing This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. 
If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at genderfluidspodcast. On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. One thing that's really, yeah, one thing that's like been surprising about this like new housewife thing that mm-hmm. I've got going on is that it fucking turns me on. Mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, I, I knew I would get enjoyment out of the cleaning, but like, yeah, the like, like, I feel sexy when I imagine myself as a housewife, and like when Alexis gets home, like in in all my fantasies now about this, I'm just like yo, I want to fuck the shit out of you right now. Like I've done so much like work today and now I want to like service you. Like I'm going to like service you. I want to pleasure right. you. And I, it's not really even about me getting off. It's like, I just want to fucking like, I love like you coming home and everything being perfect and like, holy shit, this is amazing. This is what I come home to. It's like, yeah, right. right? Isn't this tight? Isn't it awesome what I can give you? I think that, and that's the thing, like if I think a, a little element of kink can actually be really good for people's relationships. Again, let's forget the penis and vagina, whoever's dating each other of it. But if the person who is maybe working and maybe is contributing more money to a situation, especially, um, or whatever it is, comes home to that, then if they are very grateful if they see what you've done, because sometimes people do not notice when the dishes are done, they don't realize that there were dishes. Yeah. It's just, it's out of sight, out of mind, especially if the person does a really good job and all the dishes are just away, then sometimes people start taking that shit for granted and then it's not really a sexy thing. But if you, maybe you're more explicit about, you're, you're going to say, I'm going to do all this cleaning because X, Y, or Z, our lives are like this, right? I'm going to do all of this cleaning and when you come home, you know, like, I want you to recognize what I'm doing and then maybe we're also going to have this kinky element to it yeah. where we go, all right, daddy or mommy, yeah. you know, whatever it is for you. Like, what do you want next? Yeah. Look what I did for you. Because I think adding that element of kink helps people maybe be more conscious of this mundane stuff that otherwise might kind of fall through the cracks. Yeah, because it makes it like a fun thing to pay attention to mm-hmm. instead of a thing that's like you're you're worried about missing. You know, right. where it's like, oh, fuck, I, you know, it's I, stereotypical. I don't want you, are you going to make like, me feel guilty? I didn't notice that didn't... she changed her hair. That kind of like, right. I, it's a thing I should have noticed, but I didn't in that category, right? And it makes you just it, want this gold star and I got to give you a gold star. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but this makes it like an interesting dynamic of your relationship that mm-hmm. like you have like a ulterior incentive. Well, because I think what we're, what we're getting at is a lot of times incentive. if sometimes if you're doing all those household chores, you can get into a place where you feel like, um, I'm doing all of this and they don't even recognize it. And I don't think they know whatever, you know, and you, but the truth is you're not only doing that stuff for them. You're also doing it first of all, for you to have a clean house, but you're all, but you're also doing it because like you said, you really enjoy the, this like synergy of productivity and relaxation. And maybe that person also might enjoy doing chores sometimes. And you're actually a little bit taking away from them the opportunity to get to do, spend their time that way. You know, this is like something I've had to like really come to awareness of. And so if then what you, everyone wants to then like 
just understand, okay, maybe that's how what our lives are going to be like that right now because of circumstances. But I recognize that I get to enjoy doing this thing for you. But all I need is for you to be like grateful that I am doing that with yeah. my time, whatever. And then it's just like with sex, it's like you say you want to be this kind of in this position of, oh, let me now service you to kind of fulfill this like, Mm, I'm your slave and your sex slave and your whatever. But the truth is you're loving your life and getting to do it. And you want to do sex. Well, yeah, stuff with I mean, them. that's the, you know, that's the yeah. element of like kink to just right. now, even without the sex, like what you see just on the face value I'm might be an pleasure. unbalanced power dynamic, right? Where yeah. I'm doing all the work and you're just coming home. But the reality is, is like, in the same way that it's king, it's like just because you're hitting me and most people don't like to be hit right. doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Right. Like I love doing the dishes, yeah, especially if I know that mommy's going to come home and be very proud of me and maybe want to do whatever, you know, whatever, uh, whatever story you want to tell yourself. But yeah, that's, I think, but yeah, I think that it probably does. I mean, I wonder with Alexis, have you talked about um, that you're doing this or? Oh yeah. Yeah. We've definitely like talked about, and it's like a mm -hmm. running like thing where it's like, you know, I'm housewifing it up while yeah. she's at work. So right? did you kind of bring that up? Did you say, Hey, this, I just kind of like started, I mean, how did that go? I mean, I literally, she came, it was like the first day she went back to working days um, and I just had the idea. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and clean since it's the first, it's a transition day. It's probably going to be yeah. rough. I'm going to clean the whole house and like have dinner ready when she gets back. That'll be a fun, nice thing to do. Yeah. And it was just like a whim of mine as yeah. like a gesture. Right. But when I did it, I ended up really enjoying it when she came home, like the reaction she had, I was like, I'm doing this again every day now. Yeah. Like as, as long as it's feasible for me to, it's like, I don't, why would I ever choose to do another thing with my day? It's right. so much, it's, and you're right. I do right. feel better about it when my environment's clean, when mm -hmm. I, it gives me a very large sense of control. Right. Um, you know, it's so nice. And then also it's like, it helps me be more productive right. because I, I know I enjoy out of my mind, you know, well, I, that, I know, I know that mind. I enjoy doing it and I know that it's going to take me time to do it, but yeah. I also know it can't be the only thing I do every day. It right. can't be productive procrastination. Exactly. So it's made me, scheduled. yeah, it's made me wake myself up a little earlier so I can mm -hmm. get all the things that I want to get done in the morning time, Exactly. you know, yeah. uh, finish that off. And then by the time mid afternoon, late afternoon, rolls around I'm like cooking cleaning getting ready and it's right. like a nice fun reward to myself where it's like because you know, who knows you know depending on what I have to do during the day I might fuck the house up Right. Like, no, you know, I know. Like, it's amazing like, how messy you can make it. Just and and then you feel like, well, I have to clean my mess up. Yeah. It's like I just it's like did, that like, part's not even. A it looked worse. Or it looked better this yeah, morning. Right. So I got to get it to more than that place. Yeah, like ideally. yesterday, I, when I was I edited gender fluids in the office for like six hours. The yeah. office I was just you know, moseyed around. Snacking. There's chip bags. <laughs> there's empty Topo Chico right. blunt wrappers and shit everywhere. You know, like I feel like I try to clean tissues. as I go, and yet like just cooking lunch, I make myself sometimes like elaborate lunch because I'm trying, you know, and I don't, it's fun. <laughs> I don't always want to do that because I like eating with other people better and I'll just like eat a bar if I can't, but so often I'm trying to use food up creatively. And so I wind up just like chefing it up in the lunch and the kitchen. And now, yeah, it takes another half an hour just to clean that. But if you want that to be part of your lifestyle and really enjoying that and being whatever, then you just kind of budget for it. But exactly like if you have a day where you wake up and the time is all free time, it's just so hard to kind of really fill it with all the good productive stuff. And like you said, you can procrastinate cleaning, whatever. But if you <coughs> schedule, okay, I know I'm going to be cleaning and then cooking from 2 p.m. on or whatever. Then you know, oh, this these are how many hours I have in the morning. Let's yeah. wake up earlier or whatever. And I need to get these things done. It's like less is more in a lot of ways. Oh, where it's yeah. like, you know, necessity is the mother of invention, mm -hmm. right? Just having that restraint. 
uh, is kind of a good thing. Because when I right. think I have all day, the day disappears. Right. But if, well, you know, it's the like, way, oh my God, a restraint. Exactly. That's why it's like these, it's so functional to be in a kink relationship like that, right? Where you have some kind of dom sub because that is putting restraints for the sub and it's kind of like, I, I have to do this. For, and maybe it's something you want to do. You study Spanish, for instance, an hour a day and that's a goal of yours and you've never gotten yourself to do it. But you're, you know, if daddy tells you to study Spanish yeah. at 2 p.m., you're damn sure going to study Spanish yeah. at 2 p.m., right? I mean, I'm sure this doesn't work for everybody else, but like for me, it's just like, man, if you can add a dash of kink into just about everything yeah. in your life, it really does like just create an immense <laughs> amount of incentive. <laughs> right. It's like I just utilize our weird sex and tribes and kinks yeah. in order to get yourself. Yeah. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Hmm. Anywho, I want right. to be a housewife. Also, if there's any, you know, motherfuckers <laughs> out there, you know, look, I'm, a... it's going to take at minimum six figures. Like, I need you to make 100K yeah, a year maybe. for me to housewife it because I have a certain lifestyle. And yeah. Stuff, it's just like, if I'm not working, you are buying me records. You yeah. know, like, I'm not going to well, just stop know. buying you your OnlyFans people to buy you records. It's, they're not buying me. I mean, they've enough. sent me three records in the last, like, two weeks. Yeah. That's well, I just saying. need, like, I need a budget. Cause, you know, I'm... An allowance. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a budget. Oh, my God. You can budget what your yeah. allowance is. Mm, give me my money, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I want it. God, I'll, just the word allowance. Just fucking my nips are so hard. Right. Why run from it? Uh, mm-hmm. But, um... You know, if there's anyone out there, I suck a great dick, take a great dick, really can go down and put, you know, I'm, I'm a functional housewife, she right? I fill a lot now. of holes and a lot of holes fill me, mm-hmm. right? Or a lot of things fill my holes. I don't know. Yeah. And you guys can potentially have threesomes and et cetera together. Yeah. And I mean, she's, she's cool and fun and you did all, and all kinds of sex stuff. I don't see why, uh, yeah, you wouldn't have people picking this up. A lot of them are going to be old, ugly white dudes. So if you got that money. Got that cheddar. And yeah. that's thankfully... And she's into ugly people. And so. that's the thing I was going to say is like, well, for you, ugly. For me, it's just like, I like so many people that like, chances are, I'm probably going to find a thing I'm into about you. You know? Like, yeah. I'll make it work. Can I read you a sexy thing or what I think is a sexy thing? Sure. So I found this on Tumblr, but uh, the title just says slutty curbside pickup. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, yo, already on board. But it says, uh, quarantine date night. Daddy ordered curbside pickup from a restaurant, and then we went to pick it up with me naked the whole time and sucking daddy's cock until we got home. Daddy's rule was his cock had to be in my mouth the entire time we were in the car. I'm trying to imagine the look on the face of the food runner when they saw me being a slut. I didn't hear them say anything, though. I love this. It is completely unethical to force like a curbside worker just to watch you like suck someone's dick. But it's illegal and everything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's illegal. (laughs) Also, pretty sure this didn't really happen, right? Right. I think that's a fantasy. But I, I just loved the title "Slutty Curbside Pickup." Yeah. One, because like that story's kind of hot, and I would get off to someone making me do that. But two, I love the idea of like what if you could just pick sluts up curbside? Like, yeah. it's like, well, I'm just saying prostitution, but I love the idea what of like, happen? yeah, but actually sluts are the, had the original curbside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but I, I'm just like, I love the idea of being kept in like an uh-huh. HEB looking store yeah. and having somebody pull up and I am their order and they like yeah. bring me out like, like in a collar. Pictures. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. like if you want, you can just fuck me there. Like you know, you can just stick my ass through the window. You like fucking raw me Should through write, the window. Like a I- dystopian novel that's like about this world where maybe you know men or certain people or whatever have that power, and then there's just like a warehouse house full of. So it's like a dystopian novel slash erotic fiction thing <laughs> that you're doing. Because a lot of people, yeah, on either side of that are going to be pretty into the. I love it. Concept. Mm-hmm. Slutty curbside pickup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inspired by this. What was this thing again? A post? It was just a post on Tumblr, like a, a Tumblr text post. post. Right, a Tumblr yeah. post inspired by the Tumblr post from <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah, that's a great. Uh, do you want to do some queer news? Uh, Yeah. What you got in queer news? Okay. So this is on out.com. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, a website that I I enjoy, I guess. <laughs> but more and more, it annoys me. Okay. Um, you know, sometimes it's just the writing on it. I'm like, you guys, yeah. really? We're the gays and this is the best we can do so far as like publication goes? Yeah. Anywho. Uh, and it's about RuPaul's Drag Race, which I personally enjoy, though I have numerous problems with it. Mm-hmm. You know, from you know, casting choices to things about the behind the scenes. Anywho. I've only ever seen maybe a few episodes here and there. Yeah. It's just a very nostalgic thing for me. You know, for me, it was a thing. All my friends love it. I know it's it's the thing I discovered when I was in high school and closeted Mm -hmm. and I was like, Oh my God, like this is like made, this is one of the few things made for me. Right. Um, but there on this season, uh, there's a drag queen called crystal method. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, cute puppy Mm -hmm. sorry so (laughs) um a drag queen called crystal method and like when she walks out like the first thing she says is like my name's crystal method who wants to party and play or something like that Mm -hmm. so some people are upset about this because there is a large meth crisis meth problem in the specifically in the cis gay male community true right you know uh it's the general gay male community i would say yeah, just gen- okay. We yeah, we can just say yeah. general. Yeah, gay males, but like, um, and like party and play or P and P is uh is a thing that's like set on Grinder, which is like and, and different hookup apps, which is like let's do some meth and like right. fuck. Okay. And so uh, who's ready? To, she said, "What? Who's ready to play and party?" No, she's, she's who's ready, ready, who's ready party? to party and play. Oh, she did just straight up saying, "Okay," nice. or who wants okay. to party and play or something like that, right? Yeah. Here's the thing: her drag's fucking sick. Is she's she a, like a little bit on meth? Does it no. seem okay? That'd be funny no. if she w- just like was, was like, on meth. taking meth every day. Yeah, it's like, hey, look, you know, this is my thing. It helps me work harder, live the lifestyle. Master. These shows are these reality shows are demanding. <laughs> what they want you to get done in 24 hours. I mean, you guys aren't on meth. You want some? Live by the sword, die by the sword. Right? Party and play. But uh, we still have time for an orgy at the end of the night if we take this and get our work done real quick. Yeah, but the people or the person that wrote this article for Out was not happy with it. And I'm just, sure, you know, and like if there's a reason to get mad, why not get mad? I always say, yeah. you know, what I mean, if you can find something to be um, indignant about, go ahead and take the opportunity. You don't want to wa- waste not one. <laughs> yeah. So can I read, I want to read mm-hmm. you the last paragraph from this article because um, I thought it was interesting the way it was framed. So the paragraph says, to be clear, this article is not calling for the quote, canceling or quote, dragging of any contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race. Crystal <laughs> Method, kind of <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Crystal Method and anyone for that matter has a right 
or had a right to choose almost any name they want to to do drag under. Well, most drag, of them are taken, to be fair. Yeah. Drag has a history of politically incorrect names, in fact. And that's totally fair. And, who knows, maybe Crystal's name has more to do with the band Crystal Method. But when you're being broadcast on national television every night and amassing a platform large based largely on younger, oftentimes impressionable fans, operating under a moniker that seems based on a drug, currently ravaging the queer community, deserves a statement of explanation at least. Hmm. And to that, I say, fuck that, dude. It doesn't, de- it doesn't deserve anything at least. You know, like, I, I, I hate this idea that, like, we constantly have to explain ourselves and mm-hmm. explain intentions. It ruins a lot, a lot of, like, what I think is, like, the beautiful ambiguity in performance, right? right. You know, sort of performance art. And so, yeah, you're demanding from an artist an explanation of their work. Yeah. So kind of fuck you. Maybe like, you're isn't the point that, that mm-hmm. isn't the point that you're now having the conversation. Right. I'm not supposed to have the conversation for you or take like a correct or right. incorrect side on a statement or on whatever I'm doing. I'm doing a thing and starting a conversation that you get to have. Right. Right. I hate that. Like it at least that, you know, we've got so many young viewers when, when the gays start like fucking calling about the sanctity about, of the children, which yeah. is a thing Republicans and conservatives used on us for years. It pisses totally. me off. I'm like, you're becoming the very thing you fucking hated. Exactly. Like, you think a fucking child watching RuPaul's Drag Race isn't like, you know, cognizant enough to like do some Googling and to figure this shit out. You know, it's like they're watching RuPaul's Drag Race. They're queer. They're already, the kids nowadays are more embedded in like culture and like weird mass knowledge than we ever were. Yeah. Right. So saying that it needs an explanation, I think is fucking stupid. And I think it's also does a disservice to like the intelligence of children. Right. Yeah, I mean, I remember being a child. My intelligence was constantly being insulted. Um, So I can only imagine that's going on (laughs) for most people. I'm trying to imagine the world where, okay, there's a kid who's like gay and I don't know, maybe he's 16 and he's watching RuPaul Drag Race and he knows some of his friends do meth, um, (laughs) but he hasn't tried it yet. (laughs) And so he's watching this. And then because Crystal Method gets out there and she's like, party and play, he goes, you know what? I it guess does seem pretty normal. It. If she's going to just say this on TV, then it is probably pretty normal to take meth and whatever. I mean, you know, most of the people who live in like fucking bumfuck North Carolina or wherever and are getting addicted to meth, like it's also not even bumfuck. I mean, it's in large cities. Well, like too. it's a huge. But I'm mean, trying to imagine it, the person. You know what I mean? Who who are we talking about? I mean, getting first to? off, he, it is a massive problem, yeah. right? Like it, th- these like parties and these like they're spreading STDs, right? Yeah. Like they're people are losing lives to him. We had a friend who had a partner that got 5150 because of like a meth breakdown, you know, like it's real, but it's just like this time. I don't know. You know, I know it's instead real. of instead of like write, yeah, I'm saying like, but instead of like writing a fucking article like this, why don't you write an informative article about that? And yeah, like, and she brings and, up a good point. Everyone. Yeah. Y- yeah. yeah like, we like wine. Like, we're glad that like, you know, somebody with like an artistic view is like, at least like, putting themselves in a yeah, public how, position like article. you don't need to say that she owes you an explanation you should like you talk explain? about yeah you explain because what's going on what's going on because she brought up she was referencing something that i wouldn't have gotten you know i mean i've heard that before but i'm not gonna remember that so if i was watching that or a lot of people saying, let's party and play most people are just gonna let that wash over them so if then you go hey by the way when crystal method walked out there and said that she was actually referencing this really heavy shit um, yeah. So why don't we talk about that so you guys don't just start playing party and play around 
work well, or whatever. Well, not just that, or, but like for, you know, for me being in the know, it's like, yeah. I loved catching that and being on it. Yeah. Cause it was like, it is dark. It's submissive. Yeah, it's dark. subversive. I, I, like, what I is love she going to be like on this season? Yeah. I was yeah. like, yo, I was like this vibe. You're aware of tagline. You're willing to bring up some real shit. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Where are we going with you? I mean, I think exactly. So, but that's the thing is like this demanding of an explanation, I think ruins like, you know, people's ability to interpret and like give multiple meanings to different pieces of art in right. like a lot of ways. Right. Yeah. Especially performance based. Well, art. this guy, this right, whoever's writing that article is basically saying, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't get your joke. I don't get your art. I don't get your poem, whatever, you know, like I don't get it. You tell me what it means. And it's like, you know, this counts as art. We're no, I don't think, no, I mean, that's really not what he's saying though. He's saying like he gets, or they, I don't know who wrote it. Like they get that, like you can write, you can do a thing that drag has a history of politically incorrect names that are, yeah. like, you know, have points, always but like, but, but, but saying that, is like a cop out when you then say, but you should explain your, you should have an explanation surrounding this. It's like, you know, like you don't get to, I think he gets, or they get what's going on. I just think they're like trapped in this realm where of like unfortunate or unfortunately like statements of like your moral qualifications like need to accompany everything that you produce right no i think that's a good point because like you said it's weird because this person um says all these things that are like great points whatever and you're right does seem to understand what's going on and then yet at the end still is like but i need an explanation and you're like no you just kind of like we're talking about what was going on i don't think you really need an explanation yeah um and is that what we really want all grounded on the idea of like we need to like protect the impressionable youth right and it's just it's like essentially like asking for someone's apology letter um you know please explain to us why this is okay. And then if someone were to give out some kind of statement, are you not just going to immediately pick it apart in your next little article where you decide that they did something wrong still? Cause it seems like a trap. Yeah. It seems like a trap. Yeah. Where's, where's Admiral Akbar when you need him? Someone on out, someone on out.com or whichever one is going to find again. Cause, and it does it. That's, I think that's a big criticism of queers right now. And especially from inside is what a lot of us kind of looking at that going, don't become the thing that we all rebelled against. Please, we don't want you to become the oppressors. Assimilation That's the whole, it's the, the same thing that happened to the Christians. Victory. You were supposed to be the slave people who were rebelling against the oppressors. Now you're the oppressors. Then you're in a weird position because all of your teachings are about what to do with that. It's the same thing with queers. We were the oppressed. And once we get power, it's like, Jesus, some of you guys, you, you get the boots and you're ready to put them on people's necks, aren't you? Yeah. Think about it. Man, I, it's so funny. I was editing bonus content and we talked. There's a bit that didn't get added, but will be out on the bo- on our Patreon. And it's about, uh, I was doing a show where I actually got kind of speechy. Uh, it was queer film theory. So I had Fair a podium enough. and I was, so I didn't, wasn't funny the whole time. Yeah. Um, but I was like, you know, I wasn't got that. funny the whole time. Yeah. I was like, I got that podium, you know, that podium hard on, that podium energy, you know, and uh, I, it was like, you know, got energy. me feeling, yeah, it got me feeling like Hitler. And then we went off on this tangent about how, like, oh, how really the only thing wrong with Hitler was the fact that, like, he had a podium. And if he hadn't had a podium, he wouldn't have gotten he wouldn't have all been. into character like that. Yeah, I know. When you stand behind a podium, you can't you get this, give someone a podium. You, you fucking get this, like, power. You know, preachers get it, politicians get it. it yeah. po- it's just, it's podiums are evil and we should burn them all probably like especially the penis people because you have those hard-ons and that you're like 
I can hide, hide this. And now you're just getting harder and harder as you let yourself down this power trip. Yeah, but that's, but you know, mm-hmm. everybody has a podium now. Every, people, and yeah. that's not an original idea. Everybody has a soapbox, they say, you know, yeah. with the internet and Twitter and blah, 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 blah. But like, yeah, that's true. Everyone in little podiums. But I do think our communities as a whole get on podiums as well, where it's yeah. like, yo, we were fighting for a good thing, but then someone gave us a podium and now <laughs> it's taken on a life of its own, right? Uh-huh. That is such a good point. Yeah, you give somebody a podium. <laughs> it's, it's all downhill from when I'm you give someone a podium. This segment, fuck podium. Fuck podium. <laughs> what does the word podium come from? What a cute little word. It sounds like podium. Podium. I don't know what po means. I'm but like, is, that, is, is Latin? Is po Latin know. for something? No, I'm just high. <laughs> okay. Po. I could have probably lied about that. Like, yeah, po diem. So po coming from pronouns and then diem of the day. So it stands for pronouncement of the day. I could have bullshitted something like that, I mean, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Should we tell them uh, while we just talked about the Hitler segment? Should we maybe go ahead and yeah, do a little uh, like a subscribe to us thing? Yeah. So if you guys want to hear the uh, segment where we said that the only thing wrong with Hitler was that someone gave him a podium. How do the good people get to that? Got to go to our Patreon page and if patreon.com slash genderfluids. And if you go there, I've, I've been editing through a uh, large uh, backlog, uh, a lot of guilt-motivated backlog work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, and we're going to be releasing a bunch of shit, pretty much everything that's ever been cut out of an episode and hasn't been you know, heard by anybody is going up on our Patreon. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if you're stuck at home or you just want to listen to, you know, all the weird in-betweens or things that were too fucked up for us to say or extended segments, like I only put in 10 minutes of a 30-minute conversation we had, um, go to Patreon to do that. Um, Also subscribe to our podcast just in general. Like just subscribe so it's downloaded every day. That would be so fucking helpful. We would love that. Yeah, ideally on subscribe on iTunes. Even if you don't use the little podcast, Apple podcast thing. Not iTunes, but Apple podcast. um, Just go subscribe on there and just make sure it downloads and whatever. That would be great. Rate it five stars, even if you don't use that app. And then if you can leave a review and or tell a friend. I mean, if you like the podcast, then you you should probably want to support it in some way. Especially in these corona times. Also, you can get a butt plug if you leave a review. We still have spaces available. Um, The next nine reviews that uh, go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a chance to win a butt plug. We have three butt plugs. You have a one in cast three chance of getting plug. a cast iron butt plug from Knob Assets. Used or unused. Uh, depending on yeah. either your desires or our whims, we haven't decided yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's just a lot of ways that you can support us. Uh, we're on Instagram. Yeah, we're on Instagram at genderfluidspod. Cast. cast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on Instagram at Ellen DeGenderless. Not to be confused with that Republican Ellen DeGenderless. What is her name? Ellen DeGeneres. (laughs) Um, I am Ellen DeGenderless, so follow me on Instagram, you know, for mostly pictures of uh, puppies and food, but also I do post uh, stand-up clips on my Instagram, usually weekly. Okay, nice. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and my OnlyFans is launched now. Oh, you have an OnlyFans? Um, I haven't put, advertised it anywhere yet, but it is. Uh, I'll announce it here. I have an OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com/slash/oversherial. 
so far it is uh, a, me doing yoga mostly naked and then a, a, an hour of my stand-up I basically am like my current hour at least the way that I um, conversed it to a group in Pensacola Florida of uh, pretty diverse and somewhat drunk and fun crowd in Pensacola we had a great time with uh, with all the topics that I like to talk about you want to hear a bunch of people in Pensacola, Florida, learn about <laughs> the world <laughs> queer, non-binary, trans, etc. shit. Um, that is on my OnlyFans. And I'm going to be re- probably releasing one video a week of stuff that happens either with me or me and the girl, which um, I have an idea for the fetish of the week. Maybe that will happen. I'll tease my OnlyFans. Okay. But, but yeah. And then you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Miss Ava Smart. I didn't ever think about having to describe what I post. It's mostly pictures of me and then Being trans. Being trans and hot. and She takes her shirt off a lot. Maybe (laughs) some some stuff on the nipple. You know, that kind of like tasteful semi-nudity that you're allowed to get away with on Instagram. Yeah. Pictures pictures of my puppy. puppy, puppy Um, And then pictures of records in my record collection that nobody cares about, but I just enjoy sharing. Um, Sometimes I get really earnest and my Instagram stories will become... Uh, some kind of audio thing, like an, uh, maybe an audio book I'm listening to, because I just want people to read and they won't, won't do it for themselves. Uh, I really want to find a way to like read to people or something. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I know you won't do it, but I promise you'll enjoy these books, these little excerpts that I choose yeah. from you, for you. I do that sometimes. My story's cool. I don't know. It's fun. Uh, and then you can follow me or subscribe to my OnlyFans. It's uh, at, or not at, it's just a slash. It's website. God, I'm high. Uh, it's Penny Petricor. That's P-E-N-N-Y-P-E-T-I-C-H-O-R. It's like a nerdy name I made up. Yeah, it's a very nerdy name. It's from like it's like a combination of like a couple different like names from like comics and things like that. Anyway. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. There's random shit on there. You can watch me fuck myself and like jerk off. You can. There's nude pictures of me. Um, people have been buying me records off my Amazon wish list, and so I've just been like filming myself naked, listening to records, filming myself naked, you know, building Legos. It's very chill, very fun. Um, so that's an option. You want some other queer news? Sure. Let me just say, I can see your computer screen, and there's some. <laughs> there's a trans flag background, and then there's a thing on that says passing game. And can I tell you what I assume and, and hope that this is? Yeah. Um, they've got uh, trans men and women uh, faces that are going to pop up. And then also hopefully thrown in are cis men and women that they've gotten so that you have to guess and maybe some non-binary, all kinds of stuff. They really want to get complicated, maybe version two. Um, But then you have to guess whether this is like a trans or cis man or woman or whatever, uh, like trans or cis, you know, like man or woman, trans or cis. And then you get to see people get to see how well they really pass. Um, kind of. Okay. More or less. So, yeah, it's be funny if thing. people like get are like, oh, this is a cis person, but they get your <laughs> gender wrong. Never mind. Well, go ahead, go ahead, tell me what it is. Are you rereading the rules? Yeah, yeah, I'm just double checking. So, like, um, yeah, so. Apparently it's called the passing game. Some like trans dude like started it like 
And like what it is is they have trans people post selfies and then like other people tell them if they pass or not or tell them how to pass, right? Oh, that's fun. Um, and, and people are pissed about it, you know? <laughs> um, I understand why, right? Because, you know, passing isn't the goal of transition, right? Like, some you people know, it might be there. I goal. know for some people, but it's also just like one of those things where it's like, you know, passing can cause a lot of people a a lot of unnecessary stress the Mm. desire and the drive to pass in particular right right? or the lack of it and if you can come to like an acceptance of yourself and your transness without passing right without conforming to like a cis idea of like beauty or whatever right um, you could, a lot of benefits can come from that, which I get. Right. However, the fact remains a lot of people want to pass. A lot of yeah. people want to come as close to passing or have like a certain type of trans passiness about them. Right. Right. Uh, and so this dude starts this game, right? Or you also might just be curious cause it's hard at some point you don't really know what you look like to yourself, yeah, but just, just to other like, people and fuck? your, your friends, people are trying to be nice, whatever. And you might just want some strangers to be like, yeah, you do pass or yeah, you don't, you know, and just kind of know like. What is going on in people's fucking minds when they see yeah. me? So, like, here's the only thing that I could see of as, like, being a little weird. And that I do... I mean, I don't have a problem with it, but it would make me more uncomfortable. So, this isn't, like, a new idea or thing. There's, like, a... There's a Reddit... A subreddit called Our Trans Passing. Yeah. And it's, like, the same thing. You post a picture of yourself on there and, like, people tell you if you pass or not and, like, give you, like... Pointers. 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 But here's the thing. It's mostly trans people. Yeah. And it's like very explicit that it's like, hey, this is not a place to just like shit on people. Like we are keeping this like positive, constructive criticism. Like this is all in the spirit of like love and growth and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. And the mods do a pretty great job of like keeping people tame and people do give genuinely good advice on there where it's like, look. You know, if this is like, that's the reason I got bangs is like people in there were like, you should do bangs. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to try bangs. Like, yeah. why not? You know? Yeah. And I've loved it. You know, best decision ever. Right. Yeah. Um, so like, I get that, but this is on just on Instagram. So it's like any motherfucker who wants can comment on it. So it's a, it opens it up for a much more Instagram explicit. <laughs> yeah. It's a much more explicit and nasty kind of like forum of oh. criticism. Right. Yeah. And so. Uh, I, that I do kind of have a problem with because I think that like it being outside of the trans community, while I think it can be a productive thing inside the trans community, it happening outside of that seems a little fucked up because it does perpetuate the idea of passing within like the cis community yeah. at, at large. Right. Or the non-queer community. But I'm still going to follow it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or at least look at it. So I'll give out the dude's name. It's a, uh, da da it's trans male pride was the it's a trans man yeah is the instagram page oh hey although you know what actually i didn't even read the whole i didn't read his whole thing but now that i'm looking at the picture Mm -hmm. i think it's i think this person that's like that i saw this post this that was pissed off uh about it um, I think they're just being fucking stupid because his like, um, he has like a statement that says attention. This count is a positive space for our followers, community, and anyone to come across our Insta. Please refrain from discouraging or discourses, discourse slash negativity in the comments. You'll be blocked slash reported slash will turn off the comments. Thank you. 
So they even fucking like did their due diligence. They're like, all right, let's do a passing game. They're essentially just like taking what's been happening on Reddit for years and like moving it to Instagram. Yeah. But people are getting pissed about it. I think that's stupid. Who gives a fuck? Also, it's not like they're taking like trans people's selfies from like somebody else without asking them. And they're just having, it's not like a, you know, rate these people. Yeah. You send your own selfie in, right? Yeah. That seems like a fucking perfectly fine thing to happen. This is fine. Also, you know, there's like a way in which passing is the big trans boogeyman. And the more you run away from it, the scarier it gets. Even if you, you know, don't pass, like acknowledging your non-passingness is fine. right? Right. Acknowledging as a concept and a thing that you can like accept like comments about and your relative position within passingness isn't necessarily bad. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, making, you're giving it too much weight to be like, it's like dead naming someone, even mentioning passing or something. There's too many little rules here now and everyone, it's just, it's getting too like, um, if it's going to cause you more anxiety if you think no one should ever talk about passing, then the passing question gains too much power. So like, let's just have fun with it. Yeah. Maybe you pass, maybe you don't, maybe some days you pass some, a lot of times there, there are cis people out in the world who are passing as trans all you know what I mean? Nowadays yeah. that that's all in people's mind. People are getting misgendered or misconstrued or whatever. It's not just you. Like everyone's passing for different stuff to different people at different times. So like that being on the table, sometimes, you know, you want to talk about, Hey, there are times when I really do just want to pass and I want to figure out one little thing that I can do, or I want to have some affirmation that I do pass sometimes to some people or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think an equally fun Instagram or what whatever would be one called like how do you read me? And so exactly. it's like instead That's of asking if I pass, it's like I just want to post a picture. What gender of, do you think what, I yeah, am? Not just that, like what do you think what do you think's going on what here? What do you think this is? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it could be funny. You could even have have a sort of like I'm um, guess my age slash um the you know genitals slash gender identity or slash whatever yeah. you know you could like have fun. it be open towards like hey i want you to put on here what you want people to guess about you right yeah yeah that too. yeah exactly which things do you want people to guess about you based on your face yeah yeah that's a fun thing or you're just a picture of whatever, or wh- picture whatever part wanna, of you you want to yeah, yeah since this is all about presentation present yourself so however, however you want, want. And just then your ask, butthole? Or? Yeah. Well, because here's the thing. is like, you know, sometimes it's like, like I have certain looks, but sometimes I want to try a different style or different look yeah. out. Like I might want to try something more butch and see if I still pass feminine-ishly right. as like the, in this butch look. You know, it's like, okay, how do you read, read me this? like this? Right. What, what, what does this read as to you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that'd be really fun, whether Instagram account or whatever the best yeah platform for that is i think people would really enjoy that people would i think really enjoy presenting themselves for that in different ways yeah you've always done like hot or not it's like fuck that like how yeah how do you read me how do you read me because when i remember when we when i did a like stand-up class the first thing that we did was get up on stage one at a time and have people just yell out assumptions that they made about us based on our looks it was wild it was really fun I mean, you know the teacher was like try to be honest i mean obviously like don't be rude but like Try to yeah. be like vulnerably honest about assumptions that you're making and don't worry too much about offending people. These are all people signing up for a stand-up class. Let's everyone, you know, agree that within reasonable bounds. And I mean, you know, people were making some interesting assumptions and being pretty honest. And I'm like, I, people, you know, yeah. we want to know how people... I wanted to know. I was v- thrilled to hear... Like, oh, is this how I'm looking? You know, that's very valuable. And a lot of times we just aren't telling people. You're not going to get to know that. Yeah, and your self-perception is so fucking skewed. So warped, yeah. You know? 
Yeah, exactly. So mediated well, and refracted 10 times over, you know. Maybe you should start a, an Instagram. Yeah, I might. that might be fun. Take submissions for that, yeah. Let's talk about the sex fetish of the week. Um, have, so, do have, oh, do you have one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, okay. I wanted to talk about what the girl and I did and that should be on our... Uh, only fans this week. Um, and I know we may have talked about this before, but um, you know, like uh, I don't even know what, what you call it, but like um, grooming the other person's genitals. Yeah. Like what like, term for that? I mean, yes and no. So it's like, I don't think there's like a term for like the whole grooming process, but like, you know, some people are very specifically like, I love shaving you. I yeah. want to wash you. I want to like, you know, yeah, but just generally grooming someone's genitals. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I always, um, I always heard that like, cause it's like, yeah, guys who want to shave their woman's vaginas. That's like a thing yeah. more than probably a lot of other stuff I've seen. Um, and so then I always wonder with those guys, is it just, they're, they're always like, oh, I love doing this, but it's really cause they, they want to have the hair in a certain way, but it's easier to be like, oh, let me, I have a fetish where I, and then they do just kind of get into it or, you know, I'm not that there aren't some people who are just like super into it. I think the trust of like a razor of, I think it's intimate to let somebody like, it's like like when you get dried off after your showers yeah. by the girl, right? Yeah. It's the same kind of like intimacy of like letting someone do a thing for you right. and to you that's not that is kind of sexual but it's more intimate than sexual. Right. Yeah, well, plus the always, razor being around. Yeah, so I think, yeah, the razor part it can be more of a, like, yeah, danger, trust kind of a scenario. But even short of that, well, I, but then my point is, I always thought of it that way as, like, either I wondered if that was going on or if it's just, you know, you know, I don't know, but it was, like, very sexual. You know, I'm always kind of thinking, like, oh, if it's a fetish, it's, like, sexual that um, that people are just, like, into it the way those weird guys are into cars and want to marry them. These people, you know, like, it's some kind mm -hmm. of perverted, whatever. But... When the girl and I were doing Molly last weekend, our little um, Corona Molly time was so nice. Um, then, like, one of the things that we did, which we kind of planned, because I've been talking about, um, you know, and, and I've done some stuff with her leg hair, but then, like, uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe, like, I sh she gave me her feet, and I was, like, trimming and, and do, like, did her toenails, but then also trimming all her little hairs and stuff like that, like, with little scissors and having the best time. I really want her to get me, to let me um, pluck the hairs from her toes because, <laughs> do we talk about this? No. Oh my God. Yeah. I really do have like a fetish for plucking hairs from toes. I'm just plucking hairs in general. I really love plucking hairs. But um, so particularly with her toes, because like mirror neuron wise, like I know what it feels like to have hairs plucked from toes. And when you're first doing it, um, it feels like like extra sharp and painful. You have to kind of like pluck a lot, just like with your eyebrows. You have to. The more you pluck, the easier it is. The more you like deaden the nerve yeah. cells or something endings. Um, but so she has these like she hates any kind of plucking, and so she has these like virgin toes <laughs> with <laughs> like hair follicles that I'm like she has a couple on like the 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 smaller toes too. I'm like I know yeah. how like sharp That's that would be. be. It's like the because the the 
point is so tiny. It's a tiny little yeah. hair, but it's going to be so sharp. So like that particular combination of like that intense focus, tiny, but like, you know, like, yeah, like I know what that feeling is in my brain. And I just know like if she let me do it to her, that I would get to vicariously enjoy like the feeling of Yo, your of eyebrows what she's are so through. high right now. Like, I know. I'm you like wide eyed, like into this, like, damn, I did get her to agree. Cause I was like, maybe for my birthday or something, you could let me play. I did get her to agree the other day. She was like, well, you can start. You say, I might make you stop after <laughs> one, whatever. But then I, uh, I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to, but anyway, um, so I know that I'm into like plucking and tweezing and, and trimming with those little hair scissors, you know, the little kind of pube hair scissors. Like yeah. I'm doing my own legs and stuff. Like I love doing all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so I got her to agree to let me um, trim her pubes. She's been like growing them out for a little bit. And now it's just all kind of, um, it's it was like right at that place where there's anything you wanted to do with it. Now all I really want to do is just like very carefully go through and like, or just like bit by bit, just trim down, you know, to a nice yeah. even whatever, but I just had the most fun <laughs> and we recorded it. Um, just had the most, and just talking and being, like you said, very intimate and like the trust that she has to give to me to like not hurt her and whatever and to you know, whatever. And she's just lying there and it's super it's just hot. the best. Yeah. I mean, you just, I've, I've both done it to people and had people do it to me and it's mm-hmm. every time it's like, Whoa, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. It, it like hits deep. It is something about like, I mean, it, it's part of me maybe it's because like i'm into little shit but it's like it's like being ca- that act of being cared for and being mm-hmm. taken care of but being so open and vulnerable it's like you know there's no hiding yourself when your legs are spread and somebody yeah. between you with a razor and you're not like turned on it's just you and you you whoever's there and god right you yeah. know uh I don't know. I love the act of uh, being groomed by somebody. Mm-hmm. I think it's really sexy. I think it's. I think it's a fun way to objectify a person. Hmm. Like it, it's, it shows care about this person, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it, it can be an easy way to add in that element of objectification. It's like, oh, we're taking care of my, you know, my favorite thing, mm-hmm. right? My favorite pet, my favorite slave, my favorite mm-hmm. fuck doll, whatever you want to, you know, my favorite yeah. girl. But it, but like having them like groom you. I don't know. For me, it feels objectifying. It, yeah, I was gonna say I because think, it's about how they see you and what they want to see you right. look like and what they are going to do to you to make you look the way they want. It's a way of yeah. making a person yours. I'm sure if I were pube trimming bottoming, I would feel that way. But because I'm a pube trimming top, um, <laughs> the one thing you're a the true one thing I'm a true on, top about. I mean, I don't know. I guess I could plucking. try it. She wants to. Um, <laughs> Jeremiah G good. I'm sure I would probably enjoy it too. Um, but yeah, no, I think I, but I think I lean top toward this because I just love the process so much. So for me as a top, I'm not really, I just didn't even cross my mind to objectify her, but, um, just like, I just love doing it. It's like for the, I, for the love of the game, it's like a bonsai tree <laughs> or something. It's very meditative. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just true love, fetish. I'm just like true fetish. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I just love, plucking and like little trimming so maybe that should just be some only fans theme is like once a week i just trim her pubes you with should a little, do that you should play so. like some and then we like just talk zi- about stuff oh you could talk i was gonna say you should play like some zen music and make it like trimming a you know a bonsai ASMR tree stuff. like oh, no yeah. just like snip 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 
It's like some really chill shit. Maybe a guided meditation as you like. Guided meditation. As you trim her pubes. <laughs> Something like that. But it was really great, you know, because like I do like the look of it. I mean, like the look anyway, but like once I, you know, was done, it, I did was also just like really proud of my look. And I mean, there's just nothing like that view of a, of a woman that you're into too. Yeah. And you're just like, ugh, it's all it's just heaven. Um, so Yeah. Onlyfans.com slash overshare if you want to see me. <laughs> and it's great because well, we have like an angle this way. There is nudity, but like we're still at an angle where, um, you know, you're not seeing everything. So I can yeah. maintain that like level that I want to of, of teasing without giving the whole show away. See, I, I actually posted a video on Onlyfans. That's just me. I handled it like, you know, I shaved my everything. <laughs> <laughs> And then I fucked myself and jerked off. But it is it's like the first like 19, 20 minutes is me just like shaving my legs and my pubes. Yeah. Like people are into the act of shaving in general. Yeah. Like watching somebody groom themselves is sexy, right? Yeah. It's very, uh, it's, a, it's a very kind of candid thing Personal most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It so I think that's see, the kind like, of thing that I want to do. It gives you an element of seeing that person really as they are, right? right. Kind of what it feels like. Yeah, so I think that's that's kind of what I want my theme to, of my OnlyFans to be because I love doing that stuff so much. And it's like you said, you just want to do stuff like in in states of undress or sexiness, but that you enjoy doing. Yeah, I know I like, want to do anyway. Yeah, if you want to see me naked doing normal ass shit that I would already be doing, which does include fucking myself and stuff. Yeah. I guess I'm more explicit than you probably. Like, yeah. yeah, you can see my dick and everything. But yeah, there may come a time where I uh, add you know, more uh, of of my sexuality or whatever to it, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah, I, love I think that like grooming could take a really traumatic turn also. Like if you wanted it to be like, fo- like forced grooming, like, you know, mm-hmm. like what if you, like for me, like, you know, I have like a thing where I like imagining being like a doll, like, uh, like you know, a consciousness trapped in like a plastic yeah. body or some sort of body. Right. Um, but I like the idea of like, some like you know creepy dude or creepy girl like me being this pretty doll and them giving me like a bit they're a little mentally unstable kind of psychotic and so they give me a bad haircut and i have to watch as they like fuck up my beautiful like face like trying to put makeup on me and groom me and they Mm -hmm. i don't look that good and then they just fuck me and i'm left looking terrible and like used like Uh part of me gets into that you know like I like 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 a a bad grooming. Yeah, like instead of a instead of a good unevenly. yeah instead of a good grooming like mm-hmm. poor grooming, hmm. you know forced poor grooming. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. No. I just like my little. Or <laughs> like maybe somebody's like you know a, a big slob or really nasty person, right? They don't take mm-hmm. good care of themselves, but like you like strap them down and like clean them up and make them super fuckable, and then like you sell them into like a market or something like a sex market or whatever or like you know Mm -hmm. i don't know it's interesting because you know you can go and some lady will brazilian your vagina but are there a lot of services where they'll lovingly trim your vagina down i don't think so yeah maybe i should just offer trim bushes i would love to yeah Yeah. bush (laughs) i would (laughs) love that to the card (laughs) i mean i would especially if um 
you know, it, I'm Polly anyway. <laughs> like, it doesn't even have to really be a sex thing. I mean, just lovingly just trim kind of your bush. Do want to? Yeah. Do you like Something the clippings for... off of it? Like, do you like the hair that falls down? Do you like to touch that at all, or is it just about the act of clipping? I was gonna say I don't really think that I care. I mean, if someone had, if there was enough that I, it was like, uh, if it was like curly hair, mm-hmm. um, kind of pubes not like the puby pube kind but you know how some people have like a softer curly hair situation i definitely would probably just feel that sometimes just because i would but but it's kind of like how and and i guess if the if the woman i'm also going to like rub my face before and or after or whatever in it i'm already going to get to feel some of those textures but if this is a woman that i'm not going to have sex with um, i might feel that for fun that kind of stuff okay um but yeah, not if it's there's certain te- hair textures because that's just how I am about hair textures. It doesn't matter if it's a puppy or a person's hair or their bush or whatever. It's like I just want to feel, feel those a things. Certain thing, yeah. Um, I have a yeah kind of fetish for hair, I guess. Um, certain kinds of hair, but yeah. But I was thinking about. I'm also just not grossed out by pubes at all. No, nor like, am I. I, I think they're care. sexy. I've always enjoyed like I care if there's some around on the couch. Even you know <laughs> what I mean. At this point, it's like you're not living there. We put a towel down, but I'm like, there's I'm you know stray pubes. I'm yeah. Uh, Yeah, it is just kind of sexy. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha podcast.